0: This learning is offered in loving memory of Refoam, Menachem, Nachum, and Yitzchak, Isaac. The Shabbat before Pesach, before Passover, is known as Shabbat Hagadol, the Great Shabbos. Why is it called the Great Shabbos? So the Altarebbe, Rabbi Zaman of Liadi, explains in Shulchan Aruch, in his Code of Jewish Law, that in the year of the Exodus, on the 10th of Nisan, the Jewish people went out, which that year was a Shabbos, because the Exodus itself was on a Thursday, which means that the 10th of Nisan five days before, was Shabbat. The Jewish people went as instructed and, and collected and, and took for themselves a sheep to act as the Pesach offering, as the, as the offering they would bring to Hashem. When the Egyptians noticed and asked them, what are you doing? They answered, that in a few days from now, God is going to smite all the firstborns of Egypt and take us out of Mitzrayim and take us out of Egypt. When the firstborns heard this, they went to their fathers and to Paro and said, please let the Jewish people out, we don't want to die. They refused, so the firstborns went to war with with, with their parents and with Paro. And that's the meaning of the verse in Tehillim, he says, L'make was smote the Egyptians through their firstborn. Simple meaning is he smote the Egyptians by, hitting, by smiting their firstborns. But the deeper, the literal meaning, as well as the intent here, is that it was the firstborns themselves that ended up smiting the Egyptians. As, as a commemoration of this great miracle, they established... a a reminder called it Shabbat Haggadah. Why was it established on Shabbat rather than on the day of the month, like all other holidays? Because Miriam passed away on the 10th of Nisan, and therefore they established that day as a fast day. So this commemoration of the the miracle was moved instead to Shabbat. The Rebbe asked a couple of questions on this statement. First of all, why would we refer to this as a nes gadol, as a great miracle. What practical benefit came about from this miracle? Nothing changed. God still smote the the firstborns and that's why they let them go. This war that the firstborns had with their parents didn't actually achieve anything. So why would this miracle, especially more so than all other miracles, so many miracles that happened in the course of the Exodus, be referred to as a nes gadol, as a great miracle secondly why would we completely push away the celebration from being on the 10th of nisan because of miriam's passing an event that didn't even happen till 38 years later so the rebbe explains that there's actually something very key about the nature of this miracle and that is by understanding what the essence of a miracle is, many, many miracles happened to the Jewish people. Many times there were people who tried to kill us, and we were saved from their hands. But what was special about this miracle is that the negative itself, the firstborn of Egypt, in other words, the strength of the negativity of the Egyptians themselves, while the Egyptians were still in their full strength, stood up to fight with their parents, to fight with their negativity, with the Egyptians. and to fight for the Jewish people. That strength, that the negativity itself was transformed, Is the darkness was transformed to light. That's what's unique about this particular miracle. Because the idea of a miracle is the change of nature. There's a natural way in which things happen, and a miracle is when that changes, when that's overturned, when that's overrun. In this case, it was a change not just in the nature of the physical world, it was a change in the nature of everything. Because normally we, are, we have the capacity to transform that which is neutral to become positive. It's known as klipat noga, that which is the intermediary, which is neither good nor bad, just is, the physical, the material, that we have the ability to elevate, to transform. But that the firstborns of Egypt themselves, the essence, the strength of the negativity, that that should be transformed and become positive and fight for good and fight for what's right, fight for what's light. is a Nazgado. That's a change even in the nature of holiness. And that's therefore a great miracle. According to this, Rebbe, you can understand the connection between this and the other event of the day, Miriam passing away. Because we're told, our sages tell us, that why was the passing of Miriam placed next to the portion of the para aduma of of the red heifer? To teach you that just as the red heifer is able to bring about atonement, so too the passing of the righteous brings about atonement. In other words, we're told that the passing of the righteous has the capacity to elevate even darkness itself, to bring atonement even for that which is completely impure. If that's the case, that means that the passing of Miriam actually represents the exact same thing as the firstborns of Egypt going to war with their with their with their parents, because it's the transformation of even the negative itself. According to this, says the Rebbe, we can understand why the the, the celebration, the commemoration, was actually established to be on a different day, was moved off that day. We're told when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbat, we don't sound the shofar because of the possibility that we might come to transgress, to break Shabbat, by bringing the shofar in a public domain. Chassidus explains how could it be that we would override a biblical commandment of sounding the shofar because of the possibility that somebody's going to mess up. And it explains that on a deeper level, when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbat, we already achieve the same idea as is achieved through the sounding of the shofar, and therefore we don't need the sounding of the shofar as much. According to that, says the rabbi, you could say the same thing here. Because when the 10th of Nisan represents the passing of Miriam, that it represents the same idea of transforming the negative to positive, transforming darkness to light, and therefore we don't need as much to commemorate the miracle that happened on that day of the firstborns of Egypt going to fight with their parents, and therefore that commemoration is transferred to Shabbat instead. Instead. According to this, the Rebbe then goes on to say m- several ways of connecting of how you see, as the Shalah famously taught, that when it w- that whatever happens during a week, we see also in the Torah reading of the week. So we see this idea, this idea that Shabbat Agadol, that the great miracle of Shabbos Agadol, is the transformation of even the ultimate darkness to light that's connected to the portion of Tzav that we read during this Shabbat. Why? So the Rebbe gives several possibilities. One is the uh, idea, the, one of the themes of Parsha Sav, of this portion is the seven days of consecration of the tabernacle. Now the seven days of consecration represent the fullness as it will be. It says, there Shivas hamiluim, seven days of fullness that represent the fullness of the moon that will be when Mashiach comes. That idea that the moon will be full when Mashiach comes represents the idea of transformation of darkness, that the dark becomes light. Not just that it's it's illuminated, but that it itself is transformed to light which is exactly the theme of Shabbat HaGadol. So too says the Rebbe also in the name of the portion. The name of the portion is Sav and Sav we're told by our sages we, this, this language of commandment is used when referring to something negative, to something that needs zeros, that, needs to, that we need to be encouraged to do because there's a chisar in kis, because there's a loss. And nonetheless, we're encouraged to do it regardless. That represents the idea of fulfilling God's will, even when we have a desire not to do so, which is again this idea of transformation of darkness to light. The Rebbe says also that the gematria, the numerical numerical value of the word tzav is 96 and god's names kale and adnai together 31 and uh, and 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 60 uh, and and 65, together add up to 96, which is again this idea of transformation of darkness to light. Finally, the Rebbe says that multiple, so, several of the of the offerings that were brought during the seven days of the consecration of the tabernacle represented atonement for the act of the cheta egel, the sin of the golden calf, which is again this idea of complete transformation, of transforming darkness to light. That's the primary theme of Shabbos HaGadol, and it relates to the Parsha as well, that the primary theme is that idea of transformation, not just that a miracle happens. The essence of the miracle was that the strength of darkness itself became transformed to positivity, became transformed to light.